You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. Being a dominant force at Yodan, well that's too difficult. But beating Chennai in Chennai, that's easy peasy. That is the sort of team Kolkata has been this season, unpredictable and unforeseen. With me is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz Was this victory also unforeseen? <laughs> I won't say it's unforeseen. As, I, as we mentioned, you know, when we did a bit of a preview of this match, that Kolkata, when they've been good, they've been brilliant. When they've been bad, well, you know, it just just looked so, um, you know, they just looked so mediocre. But in this, in this match, I thought they upstaged Chennai in all departments, in batting, in bowling, in the overall approach and the intensity and the aggression. And it, remember, it's not easy to beat Chennai in Chennai, but they did it by a country mile. Now let me give you a quick match recap. Chennai were put to bat first and they scored 144 runs. Shivam Dubey top scored with 48 and in response Kolkata chased the total down in the 19th over. Nitish Rana and Rinku Singh both scoring half centuries. Firstly Ayaz let's talk about Chennai's batting and I specifically want to ask about Ruturaj Gaikwad. He had the perfect start to the season but just hasn't looked the part this month. What's going wrong? Yeah, I mean, these, these things are very difficult to pinpoint what's going wrong. And, you know, we saw that happen even in the case of batsmen like Josh Butler for Rajasthan or Sanju Samson started so brilliantly. And then the form seems to have then first plateaued and then kind of waned. And now it's certainly in a, in a bit of a slump. And that's not a good sign for Chennai, who will still, I think, make it to the playoffs. But they need their, you know, main batsmen, which is Ruturaj Gaikwad, Devon Conway, and some of the others uh, to be in prime form in this match 141 you know one would have thought this is a chennai pitch chennai's got a measure of most teams playing on this pitch and 140 145 they can defend because they've done it in the past but i think the, you know this, the thing about this this kolkata team is uh, not that it's unpredictable but it's just loaded with some really spectacular players and i really fancy nitish rana i've been saying this right through the season he's a he's a very smart and sharp batsman he's a very good captain he's a very canny cricketer and he's somebody who can rest away a match from the opposition and rinku singh has just got unbridled you know brilliance when he is he's batting in 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 one gear and which is top gear right through the season and he's been just compelling so much so much attention he's been compelling attention on himself by the manner in which he's decimating bowlers and you know hitting them all over the park and winning matches for his team rinku and rana certainly batted in top gear for kolkata but tell you what their bowlers also bowled in top gear firstly varun chakravarti remember he was amazing in that 2021 season even made it to the t20 world cup squad and since then things have only gone downhill for him this time around he has made a great comeback ayas this is quite the redemption arc would you say that it can rekindle his national team aspirations it certainly can the manner in which he's bowled and remember as you mentioned that he came in with a bang or sort of a you know because as a mystery bowler again he compelled attention with the manner in which he took wickets ultimately the test for any bowler is how many wickets you take yes economy rate matters a lot but if you don't take wickets then the economy rate will not remain economical so varun chakravarti has got this you know uh, great propensity for taking picking up wickets and he's been doing that again brilliantly this season he had a bit of a uh, you know tough time after he, he was fast tracked into the indian team and then 
he didn't quite have the success that everybody thought he would i think it had something to do with his fitness something to do with you know early on very early on if you're a mystery bowler bowlers uh, the, the batsmen from other teams coaches and others try and suss you out and if they do that then you you end up suffering but then again how quickly you recover from that and start taking wickets is really the crux and i thought varun has done that quite superbly this season now besides varun sunil narayan was also superb just the one wicket in his last nine matches but today he picked up two wickets ayaz many kolkata fans wanted him out of the team but with today's bowling performance would you say that narayan has proven that he is indispensable well indispensable or not i think he just proved how valuable he is because uh, yes you're right i mean a lot of people were i think in sheer anguish that somebody like sunil narayan who's been otherwise so successful in picking up wickets is just not able to pick up even a single wicket in nine matches that's a heck of a you know track record to have and not in the positive sense but he's got loads of experience and it was a matter of time when he came good and this was a great match to come good because it was against a very tough opponent in conditions which generally favor the home team which is chennai and to clinch two points from them and just in this in this fashion in this style and with narayan bowling four really economical overs picking up a couple of wickets was i think great redemption for him personally and also a great sign for his team now coming back to chennai's batting ayas we have spoken about this previously and we'll speak about it again tonight is ms dhoni coming to bat way too late because remember ravindra jadeja has struggled with the bat all throughout the season would you say his 24 ball 20 had a role in chennai's low score i would think so i mean you would expect more from ravindra jadeja yes you know i mean chennai were in dire straits having lost too many wickets and only shivam dubey uh, around there so it's not only jadeja who flopped i think you know people like ambati raidu moin ali for one uh, should have contributed far more and when you look at the way nitish rana and jirinku singh batted there was no there's no reason why you know jadeja and moin ali and ambati and some of the others couldn't do it there was it, it was a lone hand played by shivam dubey who's been having a lovely run excellent run but just one guy making runs as we've seen the pattern yes there've been some low scoring matches but generally if you're making 165 170 below that then you know the team is always in trouble because teams chasing that those scores are generally able to get it without breaking into too much of a sweat as happened as happened you know even in this match so unless of course the power play had gone the other way which it it didn't really i mean you know i, I thought kolkata just completely timed their chase to perfection and with, with, with the two r's rana and rinku batting so <laughs> in in such brilliant fashion there was nothing to stop them As you mentioned Mohin Ali, let's talk about his English teammate. Chennai broke the bank for Ben Stokes, but he simply can't get a game. Do you think it is high time to include Ben Stokes in the eleven? I mean, I would have imagined that Ben Stokes would play unless he was injured, and it seems that he's still not quite fit. Uh, yes, I'm, one argument was that on a pitch like the Chennai pitch, where there's not much for fast bowlers. you know is better or you're better of playing spinners but if you are if your option is between ben stokes and anybody else i think any team management would go with ben stokes if he was fit so the only conclusion i can draw is that ben stokes is still not fit and which is a big blow because he's only played what a couple of matches and then he's been a spectator uh, watching the matches from the dugout now as you have spoken about nitish rana so let's focus on rinku singh what i particularly like today is that we all know that rinku can be the aggressor he can play the blistering cameos he can score that 30 runs in 10 deliveries 
but today mind you rinku took his time to get his eye in and he did really well to tackle chennai spinners now he has finally shown that he can be both the aggressor and the anchor isn't it yes absolutely and this is a sign of maturity and it's happening very rapidly which is good which is a very good sign because if within a season one season a batsman can play all shades of knocks you know with the responsibility with a great sense of adventure with you know with unbridled aggression and all of them result in big scores or meaningful scores then that players certainly coming along extremely well and that seems to be happening with rinku now chennai fans might not like this next question but i'll ask it anyway it is not often that we question dhoni's captaincy but i ask would you say that mathisha pathirana was not utilized in the proper manner today i mean i know he is your death over specialist but he bowled just one over in the first 15 and by the time he came back the match was already out of chennai's grasp yeah i mean look the i if you look at the pattern in which dhoni has been using pathirana is usually in the death over he gets you know his, his four overs come in the latter half of the innings he gave him one over early then there were three remaining but by that time too much was lost so yes i mean maybe he could have been tried earlier but his real strength is in bowling those you know deadly yorkers with pinpoint accuracy and picking up wickets conceding very few runs but i think one in this match one must give credit to rana and rinku i think they just grabbed the match and ran away with it you know and they didn't allow even the ms dhoni with all his sublime skills as a captain to recover in time and stop them i think that's really the success of uh, nitish rana and rinku singh now time to put on the soothsayer's cap again ayas chennai is still very much in the hunt but with this win can kolkata somehow sneak in their way into the playoffs it's going to be tough for all these teams which have suddenly i mean like bangalore woke up and came up with a terrific match today against rajasthan so uh, and so has uh, uh, you know kolkata earlier we saw punjab win a match so i mean yeah there are apart from i think gujarat and chennai who are ahead of all the others and and lucknow have also because of a, one extra point which they got because of a washed out match uh, they are a nose ahead but there's a whole cluster of other teams which are in the running and including mumbai including bangalore including kolkata including punjab so this is getting to be a fairly uh, crazy kind of a finale last week i think will be quite deadly in fact the next week starting from from monday all the matches will have such a strong bearing on which teams make it to the playoffs at least two teams which will join gujarat and chennai i think now it will be another crazy game tomorrow one would assume gujarat taking on hyderabad of course hyderabad their chances of making it to the playoffs are very negligible we can say but they can really hurt gujarat's top two hopes ayas which way is this going I mean on the face of it if you go look at it on paper then Gujarat should be able to win this quite easily because uh, Hyderabad have been so up and down but as i keep saying this this game is is format is so unpredictable and you know sometimes even the worst team worst faring team can topple the best so all i can tell Gujarat is you know don't count your chickens before they are hatched this could be tough the format is certainly unpredictable Kolkata an unpredictable team this was somewhat of an unpredictable victory but tell you what's predictable ayaz will definitely be with us tomorrow thank you so much for your time thanks to us catch up tomorrow thank you that was today's episode of the t20 podcast with ayaz meman in association with lloyd khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye this is a quint original podcast executive produced by shali walia and ritu kapoor this episode was hosted by shuvaditya bose produced and edited by pratik lidhu and anjali palod 
and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.